Welcome into another edition of the Train with the Best podcast. I am Craig Hoffman. Chris Gorez. And we have a very exciting announcement, amongst other things, to do today here on this Train with the Best podcast. Uh, we have actually quite a number of announcements. There uh, are a lot of announcements going on. We uh, It's announcement season. It's an announce, hashtag announcement season with a Z. Uh, we are one month away, by the way, as it is freezing here in Northern Virginia. Yes. We are one month from today. Actually, you're under a month because you're going on the first. Yeah, I go on the first, but I'm it, going on the second. I am one month from Tampa and I'm pumped. Yeah. That's not the announcement. I just would like to that noted for the I get record. I get to go to Indianapolis and, and Buffalo this weekend. <laughs> so uh, at least I've got Miami and Tampa on the horizon yeah. coming up. For sure, uh, and I'm looking at a trip to LA sometime in February. Maybe I got I got ideas, and they all involve warmth, <laughs> and that's that's really. I'm a simple man, and I just like to be warm. Uh, yeah. No, but the, the announcements are cool, and they start with this podcast, and then the big big announcement is that Train with the Best Media is expanding. Kind of. I mean, it, it's it's still us. It's not like we're adding it a new still podcast. Us. Yeah, we're adding new responsibilities because we are adding a new podcast. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to that in a moment. First, though, in the creation of this new podcast, I wound up switching. This is kind of behind the scenes, but just so people understand how this kind of happened, I wound up switching our podcast host servers. Uh, a wonderful service named Buzzsprout. I discovered. Buzz Sprout. Buzz Sprout, which doesn't sound super cool uh, now that I say it out loud. I mean, but neither does Twitter, right? Like, yeah. It, think about that. That doesn't SoundCloud, sound cool. SoundCloud, who was very good to us for a long time, uh, does sound kind of cool. You sound, yeah, it does. Buzz it's got Sprout a nice little doesn't. But, <laughs> but Buzz Sprout. Just, I'm laughing right now listening to you say it. Buzz Sprout. Hey, check me out on the Buzz Sprout. Yeah. Or, or Spotify. You heard of that one? There you go. The Train with the Best podcast is now on Spotify. That's a big time. Yeah. We're on Google Play too. Finally. Yeah, there We've you go. We've been trying to get on Google Play forever. Uh, and thanks to Buzz Sprout. Buzz Sprout. We are <laughs> officially on Spotify. So, so on I Google can go Play, home. On iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. Literally anywhere you could find a podcast now, we are there with the Train with the Best podcast. So I can literally go home and say, hey, Google, play Train with the Best podcast, and it's just going to come up. Yeah, online. actually, that is, that's your homework assignment. Am I allowed to give you homework assignments? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try it. Okay. Yeah. I would like uh, get Mila to record a video <laughs> of. All right, I got you. You doing that with your... That was actually one of my favorite parts of going to visit uh, you last week, being in your <laughs> house. How how uh, how just easily your kids were like, hey, Google, do this. Hey, Google, do that. <laughs> like if someone who doesn't have an Amazon Alexa or a Google Home or... At the, you know, me and Siri are, are cool sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> she sucks. You listening over there? Uh, but <laughs> to see your kids be like, hey, Google, turn on the lights. Hey, yeah. Google, do this. I was like... Damn, I do not live in this century. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just like to show off in front of people, you know? So, like, we get guests in the house, and they want to use Google to do everything. But uh, it is it is cool sometimes if you're just, like, if you're in the bed, and, and you don't know if somebody turned the lights off downstairs, you can just be, hey, Google, turn off all the lights downstairs, you know? So, that's kind of cool. Um, the other funniest thing that we didn't get to tell this story because uh, the live pod was just not the right place for it, but my other favorite thing about being in your home was I walk in your door, and your two-year-old goes screaming across the room. Yeah. And the last time I saw her, she, in my mind, didn't have a name. <laughs> she was just called simply the baby at all times. Yeah. And uh, Bree, 
because she does have a name, uh, was in a carrier and like not, and now all of a sudden she's like this mini human. It made me yeah. realize how long it had been since I, A, since you moved right. down to Richmond and B, since I'd seen your kids. That was yep. wild to me to watch Brie running around. Oh, she's she's a wild one. Yeah. She is. We went down to the beach and I say, of course, like it's cold. So we, we went down to the beach for Thanksgiving and we spent the whole week down there. And of course I say, stay out of the water. So what does she do? She gets as close as she possibly can get to the water without actually going to... Huh? Did she learn about tides? I mean, she obviously she got wet. She was like, "Oops, I fell in." You know what I mean? Like she's just, she knows how to push it. So you know, she's talking and everything. Yeah, it's is wild to me. Yeah, I was like, still, I'm like, oh, there's gonna be three kids and a, and a baby carrier. Nope, there goes Bree. Nope, <laughs> Bree's running around, zooming around, bo- bossing everybody. Perhaps a future uh, a future soccer player. Transition. Maybe. See, Maybe. What I, see what I did there? I don't know. She's gonna she's gonna get a lot of red cards if she plays. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reserve comment to some of my friends who play <laughs> picked up a card or two. Um, so we have a, actually a, a rather large announcement. And by this point you may have seen it on social media and um, in this very feed, you will also get a, a, a chance to preview it with the trailer. But uh, we are beyond excited to announce a brand new podcast. That is a joint venture between us train with the best media and the Washington spirit our local NWSL team here in the DC area. And, uh, we've talked about them before in our relationship with Steve Baldwin, the owner and some of the players we will have a couple of the players down at Onyx camp, which is super dope. And we have been working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And really my relationship with Steve uh, started back when I had him on my radio show. And, and there's always been a media element to what I wanted to do. And in trying to figure out, it's actually kind of crazy because in many ways it's it's how this podcast was born. it's exactly how this podcast was born you know we're, we're talking about how what can we do together that we think would be a good fit for both sides that we think would be as everything is with the spirit uh, something that's amazing for the players and we settled on doing a podcast and there's going to be more media ventures that i'm going to be involved in with them that some may be trained with the best you know kind of type stuff some might just be kind of through their own in-house media and and some other stuff that steve's got going on but we talked a couple weeks ago about doing this and steve signed off pretty instantly and yeah with a huge thanks to gretchen and nicole at the spirit like Mm -hmm. here we are all of a sudden uh literally three weeks later probably yeah launched and we're ready to go that podcast is the same place you can find this one. So if you're listening, whatever podcast service you use, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever. Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. Uh, <laughs> it's it's there. And you just search uh, Catch the Spirit is the name of the podcast. And uh, it is live right now. I, and I, I'm, I'm so excited to do it. And, it's, and like you said, it's a lot like how this podcast started where – you and I, I shot you a text last week about how far we come and we don't have to kind of go in that because it was Thanksgiving week and I wanted to make sure you knew how grateful I was of you. Um, but like the, the, the way this started was, hey, you guys love talking about Washington spirit and about women's soccer. Why don't we let everybody else listen to that conversation? And that was exactly the same way that it started between me and you and Zoe. It was like, hey, we love talking about fitness and sports performance training topics. Why don't we record it and let people listen to it? Because it's kind of neat. And that's kind of how it started. And Steve has listened to the show and he likes the way that we conduct the podcast because it's very, 
it, it's not informal, but we're, we're, we're also not here. Like I, I've done it's other, super pod- comfortable. I've done other podcasts where they send me a whole script and it's like, Hey, we're going to ask you this. And then yeah. you're gonna, you know what I mean? So I don't like doing that. This is, this sounds a lot more organic to me and, and, you know, what you're going to get are real conversations behind the scenes with real players and, and, and the emotions of the ups and downs and ebbs and flows of the season and off season and all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be really cool to dive in and, you know, the, being able to tap into the Washington Spirit fan base. That's from my time there. I, I know that that's one of the most passionate fan bases that there there is. So to be able to connect with them and, and give them more insider information and, you know, uh, I, I'm just excited about the pro the for, whole. Yeah, for me, thing. you know, I'm I'm entering this phase of my career where the thing I want to do the most is be a storyteller. Yeah, and I I do all this analysis and I watch tape do, for the football stuff and all this kind of stuff. But the thing that that really just excites me at this point is the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a really good job and we've had athletes on of of telling their stories and letting them tell their stories. Yeah, it, it's knowing what questions to ask, and I think because you you are such a fixture in the women's soccer world and so many people know who you are and, and if they don't know you they have probably tangentially heard of you from right. the players that you've worked with yeah. um to 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 have that comfort level where you start talking and and i just think back to sitting in that coffee shop with mallory Pugh, and neither of us had ever i had said hello to mallory for 25 seconds Mm-hmm. at the facility once yep. you never met her before Mm-mm. she could not have been more comfortable with us mm-hmm. and some of that is mal mal's a cool cool person Mal's right. good people but you know when you guys started chopping it up and there's all these people like oh you know this person yeah i know that person oh yeah you know this person there's just a comfort level that i think makes us i don't want to say uniquely qualified but certainly more than qualified to be able to do what it is that we want to do, which is help them tell their stories because some of the stories on this team are just amazing. Yeah. Um, and you have some players that are on the rise and uh, we're going to talk to them and we're going to talk to them about their rise. And, and some of them are at high places already. And, and you know, like the Andy Sullivan's and Aubrey Bledsoe sure. getting their, their U S national team yeah, calls. And you've got your Rose Lavelle's and of yeah. course, but, but there's, there's, there's so plenty of others yeah, whose, whose so story beyond that. Their stories deserve to be told. There's stories that I always felt this because I, I literally transitioned from the Washington Redskins to the Washington Spirit. It was kind of this weird transition all through EP and, and, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the amount, it, it was crazy because the athletes were the same. The stories were the same. It, it was a very inspirational story of people who work hard to get to where they're at and everything that they had to go through dealing with adversity. But one side was getting way too much shine. Yeah, and then the other side doesn't get enough shine at all, and they don't get enough credit for you know the things they accomplish. And, and I even joke around with you; it's like we go out there, and you're like, "Wow, these girls are amazing!" And it's like, "Well, what did you expect? These girls are professional soccer players, right? You, did you expect them to kick the ball around like how we kick the ball around? Nope, no, not at all. But so it's almost like, yeah, we we should expect this from them. They right. are great athletes, and their stories deserve to be told. And, and you know just to see it up close and personal is, is, I mean, I think the same was true, you know, for most people who haven't seen that kind of athleticism up close. I mean, I think it's actually funny. So my, this is kind of a weird tie in, but you know, this weekend, my parents uh, uh-huh. were able to come down on the field with me pregame uh-huh. and um, my dad, you know, they're just not used to being near pro athletes like of that course. and seeing them move and run. And, um, 
you know, they get out there in pads for drills, like in warm ups, and they're like, oh my God. You know, I, I think the funniest comment was my dad. He's watching John Bostick run around. Uh, mm. Redskins has been a linebacker, and he's like, he looks like he's in pads, but he's not wearing pads yet because <laughs> he's just so strapped, muscle, you know, just a different physique of a, of a human that he's never seen before up close. And we be- can become numb to it, but when you're exposed to something new at that elite level, it is, it's, Mind blowing. I've got a I've got a good story about bringing your dad around professional players. So like the first time I brought my dad around professional players, we were sitting in the box and and um I was sitting in D Hall's box um with his wife and we we're watching a game and in the in that box was also Carlos Rogers' parents. Mm-hmm. This was this was back in the day and I was working with D and I was working with his wife Jada and, and helping her lose some weight and all this other stuff. So I brought my dad to the game and you know he's a huge Redskins fan. We all grew up as Redskins fans so he's like gets to meet the players and this and that and then he's just watching the game. He just becomes a fan again. And I I had told him I told my mom too I was like mom you got to watch him please don't let him say stuff in the box because we're going to be there with people's parents. Right. 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 So sure enough Carlos Rogers drops an interception because Carlos Rogers had a knack for dropping interceptions. Dropped a that lot was, of that was his thing. He was a great corner, yeah. but there was a reason why he's a corner, right? We always <laughs> we always said that. There's a reason why you're not a wide receiver. Um, he drops an interception, and my dad goes, man, that guy always does that. And his dad is sitting right next to us. I'm like, oh, my God. This is That's the worst. Amazing. This is the worst thing that could ever happen. I can't bring you around. I can't bring you around anymore. So I'm glad that you can bring your dad to your, to the field because I can't. Well, I've we just, we just kept him away from talking to people. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, side note: other one-off side project. Uh, my dad wrote a book, and yep. uh, I've now finished the book. It is good. It is entertaining. It is uh, I? It was like getting raised by my father all over again, just in book form. Uh, even though it was a sales book, just a lot of life lessons, but I actually sat down with him when I was home for Thanksgiving, did a podcast. Um, the link for that is on my Twitter and in a couple other places. Uh, just if you want to search it Hoffman show, I, it's the old feed I used to use when I didn't have a job and I needed a podcast, uh, cause I was trying to create content, but I, I dusted off that feed. There you go. Uh, and again, anywhere you're listening to this podcast, you can find that one, but, uh, it's just a conversation with my father about BS because his, his book is called the reality of BS big sales. <laughs> that is, yep. um, so that's, that's out there too. But to wrap up on, on the spirit pod, um, we're also, and this we haven't announced yet, so this is exclusive to Train With The Best Listeners. Episode one is going to be unlike almost anything you've ever heard before between an owner and one of the players who plays for him. Um, I've heard one interview ever with an executive and a player together, and I've actually referenced it on this podcast with Bob Myers and Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors, but even Bob is just the team president. Mm-hmm. Episode one of Catch the Spirit is going to be longtime co-captain of the Spirit, Tori Huster. She's she's an original through and through. I think she's yeah. the only person that might be left from the original cast of the Washington Spirit back when they started. Her nickname is OG23. Yeah. And uh, makes she's sense. earned it because uh, she is sense. an OG. Um, and Steve Baldwin. And it's coming at an essential time in the franchise's history as they transition from their longtime home at the Maryland Soccerplex to a partnership with DC United that will allow them eventually, hopefully, to play most, if not all, of their games at Audi Field, which we sold out for one game and almost sold out a second last year. And um, Tori and Andy Sullivan, the other co-captain, were extremely involved 
in the process of, of making sure that this transition would be friendly to the players. And Tori and Andy especially, but really all the players, are incredibly involved in everything that Steve does. And it's such a unique setup in that organization. You know, you hear player first, but Steve takes it to a whole new level. So I wanted to get those two together to talk about all the exciting new stuff with the club as mm-hmm. they transition to moving headquarters to Loudoun County here in, here in Virginia um, and start playing more games at Audi Field and, and all of these decisions and all the behind-the-scenes stuff that goes with it. Um, and then, obviously, Steve is the driving force behind it. So we want right. to get those two together. That will be episode one. I'm pretty sure episode two will be Aubrey Bledsoe. Uh, who's gonna, mm-hmm. We're going to have to figure out a time change because she's in Australia playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aubrey has said she'll, she's going to come on with us. And, and then episode three, I've got an idea, uh, but I don't want to announce it quite yet. So those are the first you two and your episodes. Ideas. You got all these ideas. I got ideas. I got <laughs> stuff up here. Um, the, Tori and Steve, uh, it'll be next Monday. We're going to sit down and record it. And uh, I'm really pumped. And so are you. Yep. And... Uh, that's that's the big announcement, the long form version <laughs> of the big announcement. Right. Coming up next, we will talk training and our main topic today, which actually I think is going to be a really good one. Uh, Chris and I were kicking it around before we started recording, and I eventually went, stop, this is the podcast. Uh, so we're going to talk about the similar sensations of tightness and weakness and how to know when is what and thus what to do about it. That's next on the Train With The Best podcast. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee. Hope everybody enjoyed the Black Friday special. They were just pushing Super Coffee off the shelves, but we're back to our regular code, back to regularly scheduled programming, even though the new stuff is still around. And they've got even more new products. The last time that we talked, they've launched a peppermint mocha flavor for the winter. So that's pretty sweet. Got to check that out. They've got the new cold brew. They've got the new triple shot espresso. All kinds of good stuff from the DeSico boys and our friends at Super Coffee. Every single Super Coffee product has top quality coffee or espresso, top quality protein, and top quality MCTs from coconut oil to make your brain function very, very well. And you get every single super product, super coffee, super espresso, the new cold brew, and super creamer at 25% off your first order. Use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST at checkout at drinksupercoffee.com or head to your local Whole Foods, Wawa, Wegmans, Target, Walmart. I'm probably forgetting a bunch of stores. It's basically everywhere now. Just go get it. Anywhere they sell coffee-type drinks, you can get super coffee. Again, the code is TRAINWITHTHEBEST at drinksupercoffee.com. Started with three college brothers in their dorm room who just wanted to change the way they moved through the world. And they thought, you know, if we can change your energy, we can change the world. That's kind of what they did. Super Coffee from Kitu Life Incorporated. If you can change your energy, you can change the world. The Train With The Best podcast is also brought to you by Momentus, as in the protein shake that I just finished. I just got done playing basketball. It's like two hours and two and a half hours or so, I guess, after Chris and I finished recording this podcast. I'm doing the ads real quick, getting it ready to go for the morning when we'll push this out. And by then, you guys will be like, woo new podcast, catch a spirit, yada, yada, yay, excitement. I don't want to be too loud because it's like 1045 at night and my roommates might be sleeping. Uh, Anyway, I just had a momentous protein shake and I feel like a human again because I played basketball. I was kind of in my bag tonight. It was fantastic. Uh, But I want to recover and recovery starts the moment you're done playing. And that means getting some nutrients in my body. And the only protein I will choose, the only protein I will drink ever is Momentus. That's because 70% of the top brands that you can find on Amazon have lead in them. Yeah, 
led. Haven't told you that fun fact in a while. You forgot, but now you remember, and now you remember why we choose Momentous. I'm about to go take a little bit of food as well, and then take a Momentous sleep and knock the out. And I will sleep great. Momentous sleep actually helped me last night. I was staying on my friend's couch, and I actually slept well on a couch thanks to Momentous sleep. That is how good it is. You can get any Momentous product, protein or sleep, at livemomentous.com. Use the code train with the best for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order at livemomentous.com. Because if you're going to train with the best, you better recover with the best. And that's why we choose Momentous. Our main topic today on the Train With The Best podcast as we shift back to our normal things of talking about fitness, health, and wellness and such is tightness versus weakness, an age-old dilemma, I think, for trainers and PTs and medical people. Is it tight? Is it weak? Right. And trying to figure out, is it tight or is it weak? And if so, what do you do about it? I feel like that part's a lot easier, stretch it, strengthen it. Yeah. But how, how do you go, like someone comes to you and is like, man, my hamstrings are really sore. Right. Or my hamstring feels tight. What what's your what's your go to to try to figure out? So the fir- the first thing the to understand, right, is like nothing in the body lives in isolation, right? So there's no such thing as a just a tight hamstring just because it felt like being tight. Everything that affects that hamstring has its role in that hamstring being tight or weak, right? So like when you understand the concept of reciprocal inhibition, right? It's basically like a seesaw. If you take a seesaw and you only load it up on one side, well, that seesaw is going to be lopsided, right? And everything is meant to be balanced, or at least everything is meant to move with balance. So even if it is a little bit lopsided, it can come down on the other side or muscles can contract um, where you have these agonists and antagonists and, and the way that, that muscles move. Um, and then and then the higher level to that is you kind of get rid of, that's like the very base level. And then you kind of get rid of the agonists and antagonists and then understand that it's just one big muscle fascia. Right. right. So, right. so there's like, like the agonist antagonist, it's almost like I give that answer because it's a, it's an easy way and it's something that you should understand. But then the higher level to agonist and antagonist is muscle fascia. So everything that goes into a hamstring being tight, it's not just the hamstring being tight. You got to look at everything else that is connected to that hamstring, which is above and below that joint or above and below that muscle. Um, and you, and you treat it as such, right? So you, you take a look at the things like, all right, well, what does the range of motion look like? What does, where, where do you start to feel your pain? Do you start to feel your pain before active end range or end active range? Right. So like there's, all kinds of stuff that goes into it. And then you you start performing some movements. And to me, it's like if you if you load the movement and it hurts and then you unload the movement and it doesn't hurt, that's a strength issue. Yeah. And like to me, that is the biggest thing. It's like, all right, what's causing the pain? Right. Well, I just went for a run and my hamstrings are tight. Well, okay. That probably doesn't mean that they're, they're tight because you just used them a ton. Right. That probably means they're weak and they couldn't handle the right. amount of stress that you put them under. It just means that you just went for a run. Right. what it like, means, right? When, when you just put them through as much stress as you can possibly put them through, that's not when muscles tighten up. Right. Right? They, they're tightened because they feel tight because they couldn't handle the stress they were put under. So as you said, as you were talking before the podcast, like if something hurts it, you know, to shift it to weight training, if something hurts it 50 pounds uh, or doesn't, doesn't hurt at 50 pounds, but it does hurt at 100, it's a strength issue. Right. Um, if you run a mile and it doesn't hurt, and then you run two miles three days later and it hurts, 
It's a strength, strength issue. issue. Right. It's, it, at that point, it's a strength endurance issue, to use a term that I kind of hate. Uh, but it, it's you're not able to handle the stress, and that is causing the sensation of yes. tightness versus, oh, God, this means I need to stretch more because I don't have a range of motion that can handle this. Yes. And, and you know, everybody's functional range of motion is going to be a little bit different, right? Even like what we talked about in the mentorship with Michael Cummings, like there's going to be a different functional range of motion for a sprinter than a long distance runner. A long distance runner is not going to get their knee all the way up into their chest. They don't need to. It's never going to happen. Um, so, you know, when it comes to fixing tightness and weakness, the remedies are always mobility and stability, right? So when you, when you talk about building a complete program, there's always going to be elements of mobility and stability that are built into the program. And I think what we've done in this industry is we've done a good job of finding the red flags. We've done a good job of coming up with assessments like FMS and single leg hop tests and all kinds of other tests that you guys are using out there. But we're overanalyzing the heck out of everybody. For the most part, like most people don't necessarily need that level of assessment. Those assessments were meant to be quote unquote screens, right? And the way it was explained to me by the people who invented these screens, by the way, by good sauces, good sauces, (laughs) by the guys like Greg Cook, it was a screen that was meant to be like, if you imagine yourself as a medic on a battlefield, right? And these soldiers are coming in from the battlefield and you have to decide which of these soldiers do I need to treat right now because this is life-threatening or which of these soldiers can I go see tomorrow, right? And that's how quick the screen has to be because these people are coming in and you need to quickly assess, okay, I need to see you right now, let's go, or you're good, yes, it's, it's going to hurt, but I can see you tomorrow. You know what I mean? And, and what we've done is we've overanalyzed the screen and, and we've turned that into, okay, let me find out. Well, um, well, let me see if that's the gastroc or if that's the soleus. Okay, well, if it's the gastroc or the soleus, why does that matter in your programming? You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and maybe that matters for the one or 2% that actually have some situations going on there. But like for the most part, people just need to move generally better. We're not talking about a torn gastroc or a torn soleus. Exactly. At that point, yeah, your doctor should be able to tell the difference because you got to fix the right one. But if you're a trainer, just figuring out, oh, you got to stretch or I got to strengthen, like... The, the, yeah, you're probably going to wind up stretching both. You're yeah. going to do a, a bent knee version for one and a straight leg version for the other. That's right. And your calf raise, if you can isolate the one from the other, then congrats on, congrats congrats you, on yeah. something you didn't need to know how yeah. to do. <laughs> right, exactly. Because when you're going out there, and, and, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Sports is not a competition of biomechanics. Yes. Sports let me just, for the people let me the just say that again, okay? Because and, and I don't want to say this as as like I I don't value biomechanics because I do. I think it's really important for us to understand those things. I think it's important for us to know the whys and the whats and how the body does things. But it's also equally important for us to understand that touchdowns don't get called back because the biomechanics were not perfect. Dunks don't get called back because the biomechanics were not perfect, right? Sports is not a competition of that. We don't have people that judge it. Like we don't have the Russian judge giving a nine and a half or a 10 or whatever, because, oh my God, that was perfect. Lumbar spine neutrals. You know what I mean? Like, right. So we got to get away from all that. You know who would tell you that? Top biomechanists. Yeah. Who say, we just have to find the best way for this particular person to move. The best biomechanists are measuring and doing individual assessments 
based off individuals. Based off of individuals. And it's like, okay, we need to try to work on this. We're going to try to maximize your body's leverage. And you institute those things as a baseline of how to move. But it, the the hope is that those things become subconscious. You shouldn't be, you're never out there being like, oh yes. my God, I have to do this on this exact 100%. angle. You train that in a controlled setting and you make that the subconscious so that the freakish yep. athleticism to go back a hundred episodes of this podcast, I asked, I asked something like, you know, I, I think it was, it was like mad early. We're in Zoe's basement. <laughs> and I was like, well then why, why would you do that thing? And you go, cause sometimes you got to create a fucking monster. Yeah, that's, that's true. And sometimes do. When, it, when it comes to <laughs> sports and competition, sometimes you got to unleash the fucking monster. Yeah, that's just, that's just true. Right? Like Darius Geis, Put somebody, put somebody's <laughs> stiff arm. That did wasn't. You see, did you see the picture? Listen, that's not him having awesome elbow extension. That's right. him being a fucking monster. Right. And sometimes the monster wins. Okay. <laughs> that's that's how sports work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can't take that away from our athletes. And and again, I'm not sitting here saying that biomechanics are not important. But like you said, most of the top biomechanics or bio. Biomechanists. 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 Most of the top ones in the world will tell you there's not really a right way, but there's certainly a wrong way that we need, we steer people away from. And that's that's where it started. We started doing FMS because we wanted to identify, hey, what's what's going to be wrong here? Who, who can we absolutely not load a bar on top of their spine? And then it became, hey, let's see if we can train to get a three on like rotary rotary stability like no right. that's not what the fms was ever meant for i i used to see tweets of like fms because this because it became a whole thing and they brought bought into the company and they want to marketing people they want to market people stuff. and they want to market they look fms is not stupid they know that the personal training industry is growing and they know that within the personal training industry that continuing education is a thing so of course they're going to go out there and market their continuing education credits because it's built in there's a need for it right but at the same time don't try to tell me that kevin durant's 40 points in game seven had anything to do with his fucking fms Right, like, like they're they're, they're yes. sitting here like, oh, look at look at FMS, <laughs> look at look at this guy. He did the FMS and he scored forty points in Game Seven. Like, come on, that's not, has nothing yeah. to do with it's it. Because he's seven point, point tall yeah. and is an alien from outer space. And, and I promise you, if you, basketballs. if you FMS guys in the playoffs and a Game Seven, I bet you their FMS <laughs> is going to be trash. <laughs> not good after an eighty-two game season. Come on, not so let's great. Say, like, and and that's what I mean. Like we've. We, we've gone from trying to have this argument of, well, is it tightness or is it weakness? Well, it's probably a little bit of both, right? Do we, yeah. do we treat the agonist or the antagonist? Well, there is no antagonist or agonist anymore. It's all just muscle fascia. And, you know, you, you come up with these principles in these systems. One of, the th one of my favorite videos that you, if you were at the mentorship, you got to see it. And if you've seen anything with me, you got to see the recipe paradox. Yep. And I think that's, that's the perfect video for cooking and for, for training, right? I was like just thinking about the caramel peaches. Oh my God, those things look delicious. Oh, and I can just so listen good. to French people talk all day. Like, the appels? All I've got is the uh huh. I can't but, do anything. Yeah, like recipes were meant to be a guideline, not to be like set in stone. You have to understand kind of what you're working with. And then you make the adjustments as you go. It, like Mike put it in a good way. Like once you know the rules, now you know when and how to break them when you have to break them. 
Yeah, and when it comes to tightness and weakness, the good news is, unless you're an idiot, uh, prescribing smart levels of both, or I guess that would take out the idiot part, prescribing you know, some of both is not going to do harm. Right. Like, if you strengthen, if the hamstring actually is tight and your range of motion sucks, strengthening it's not going to make it worse. Yeah. In fact, it might actually wind up making it better because you might ultimately wind up making that stress feel like less when yeah. you do stuff because now the hamstring's stronger and it might relax a little bit. So, ta-da. Yeah, all of a sudden, and the, and the you, might, thi- you might accomplish something. And the other thing is, and, and I am going to get biomechanicisticity right <laughs> now, but, like, there's no such thing as mobility without stability. Yeah. So, there's you can't have functional range of motion when there's nothing, when there's no strength involved, right? Like, for you... Let's say, all right, we're talking about hamstring, right? Let's say to bend over and pick up a pen off of the floor. There's got to be some level of tension in that hamstring. There's got to be some strength. So it's not just, hey, do I have the mobility to get down there? Do I have the mobility and the strength and the combination of both to be able to get down there and pick myself back up without having to ask the back to take over, mm-hmm. right? So like that's, that's what we're talking about. It's not like, hey, it's a strength issue. It's right. a tightness issue. No, it's... It's a little bit of both, and we hit it with a little bit of both. Right, and I think that's the key. And th- this this topic came up because I was talking to a, a physical therapist friend of mine who looked at a program that she had gotten for, I think it was her friend's or roommate's dad, and it had all stretching. She's yeah. like, well, have you done any kind of deadlifts? Have you done any kind of strengthening of, of the posterior chain? Yeah. No. Okay, well, that's probably why you're not getting any better. And I think at that point, it's the same as anything else. An extreme of anything is, is probably not the best. Of if you're course. just doing one on the mobility, stability uh, spectrum, right. you're not going to get anywhere. And, so, And you know where that comes from, right? What it comes from is like you get guys like Lorenzo Alexander who if, if I'm looking at Lorenzo and I say, hey, what do I need to help you feel better? We're going to stretch. We're going to stretch a lot because you're already a monster. You're yeah. already really strong. But so average strong. average Lululemon mom looks at that and says, oh, well, all these NFL guys do is stretch. So that's what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stretch and I'll never get hurt. No, yeah. you need to get stronger. Right. Because until you're as strong as Lorenzo, we you, you need to get that strong first before we just talk about like an exclusively stretching program. Right. So... That, and that's where all that stuff comes from. People look at like, oh, well, the pro athletes are doing yoga and the pro athletes are doing Pilates and this and that. And that, and all they do is stretch. Like, yes, but that's also because it's, they're it's already strong. It's not strong. all they do. They lift so many weights. They lift <laughs> yeah, all of the yeah, weights. Right. They, lift, they lift more weights than yeah. you could ever lift in Remember your life. Remember when like everybody thought that Drew Brees only does TRX workouts? Like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's all he does. Yes, because one, we want to sell TRXs, but like <laughs> we, he does more than TRX, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in short, do stuff. All of the stuff. All of this stuff. And in short, Train with the best. don't try to do over. Stuff. Don't try to overanalyze everything, right? Like, yes, there's going to be the one in a million, maybe not one in a million, one in a hundred clients that's going to be like, you have to actually assess that person and say, okay, these are the things that we have to do. But for the most part, if you if you treat everybody with with um, a system of mobility and stability and, and active activate muscles that are dormant and loosen the muscles that are a little bit tight. I think it, I think that's going to go a long way for 95% of your clients without a doubt. All right. This podcast is now available, not just on Apple podcasts, but on Spotify, Spotify. Google play. Where's that, I Heart Radio. Where's that horn? Give me that horn. 
<laughs> yeah, there it is. I tried to hit it earlier when you and I said louder for people in the back. And uh, there's so many shiny buttons. I love it. I can't. Yeah. You want to hit another one? Just oh, that felt so good. That's the horn again. I don't care. I'll, that's that's, that's really what. That's what you that's want. All I needed. That's what you want. That's all I wanted. I could. I could do a little Zoe. Oh yes, keep doing it. Do that. Do that. <laughs> I'm gonna see Zoe this weekend. To send him my best. Yep. Uh, congrats to Zoe as he's wrapping up, having another phenomenal year. Nine uh, and three. Yeah. And hey, but remember last time Zoe played in a playoff game? Oh, he was a monster against. Yeah, speaking of speaking of being a monster, yeah, that dude was. Now he's the best player on the field that day. Yeah. Um, so excited to see him. Most likely finishing out his career in the playoffs is going to be sick. Uh, you'll have a fun time uh, being very cold in Buffalo. <laughs> the most cold. Uh, again, this podcast now available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Tune in anywhere you find podcasts and catch the spirit from Train With The Best Media. Also available now in all of those same places. We really appreciate it. If you help spread the pod, you do that by, well, sharing it yourself on social media, but also subscribe, rate, and review in all of those fine podcast places. You want us on social media, you want to tag us, we'll repost you on Twitter, at Craig Hoffman, at Trainer Gores, and then I think the preferred Instagram, or the preferred social media for this particular uh, audience is is Instagram. Yep. It seems to be where things happen. Yep. At Trainer Gores, at Craig underscore Hoffman. Thanks again to the Spirit for for signing on with us. We're so pumped to get started with that. Uh, the first episode of Catch the Spirit will be out next Monday, which probably means we are due for another episode of this podcast next Wednesday. So we'll see you right back here then. For Chris, I'm Craig. Thanks for listening to the Train with the Best podcast. One of two Train with the Best media productions. <laughs>